You're listening to Together by AGCI. I'm Maddie Salvati. It's been almost one month since we started quarantine here in Washington, and AGCI's headquarters in Vancouver have faced a major shift in how we keep going about our efforts effectively and safely. While it's strange and sometimes tough to not be all together, I can't help but think about our independent sponsorship program that supports the young women of the Dream Home in Bogota, Colombia. These amazing young women have endured an intense lockdown since the end of March, right around the time the virus really started to have a global impact. Colombia's strict quarantine was supposed to end on April 13th, but has now been extended for another two weeks. Early on, this meant AGCI's Associate Program Director of Colombia, Tati Fergosi, would have to return home to the U.S. and leave her place at the Dream Home as not only a mentor, but as a facilitator of key healing practices and therapies for these young women. While Tati is now trying to maintain a new reality by supporting the Dream Home from afar, I recorded this episode with her just as she was on the cusp of leaving for Colombia back in August of 2019. Her goal then and now has been to help implement a healing practice called Trust-Based Relational Intervention at the Dream Home. Obviously, everything has changed since then. But now, more than ever, the young women of the Dream Home are facing many challenges that TBRI seeks to address. Tati will give us an insight on the healing powers of TBRI in this episode, along with how it's affected her personally. While times are uncertain right now, Tati's commitment to the Dream Home and TBRI is absolutely unwavering. So without further ado, here's Tati. You've been with AGCI for two years, and so much has happened. I want to use this time first to talk about your role in all of it. With the initial vision and goals at All God's Children, how have you seen that part of AGCI evolve, and how have you evolved with it? Oh man, big questions. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, when I first started, I was my first entry into AGCI was through the adoption team, and I was on the inquiry team, which is basically, you know, first point of contact for families as they're determining whether or not international adoptions for them were for them and our programs. And um, I've always, I've had a background in international development and been very concerned with tangible poverty alleviation, intersecting or intercepting cycles of um, injustice that are happening on different levels. But as far as the orphan crisis, I didn't have much of a background. So when I entered into AGCI, it was kind of like, drinking mm. through a water hose. Um, yeah. <laughs> and here at Inquiry, I had, and even when I first started in programs, I had a lot of the same misconceptions as a lot of people do when they think about adoption, when they think about the orphan crisis and the picture that comes to mind is, um, you know, a, a small child languishing in an institution with no family. It's like, that is true, but that is such a small piece of um, the reality of the orphan cycle. So I think my personal evolution has been huge Um, and just diving deeper and deeper and understanding the nuances and all of these different things that affect biological families ability to stay together ultimately like all of those different factors so it's been enormous it kind of went from an eager desire to just help in general to a lot more concentrated understanding of oh okay what's mine to do in this and I found and feel a lot of joy that I get to work specifically with a group um, focusing on aging out because I love young adults and I love that college age, the ability to have those deep conversations and to do the work with caregivers but also with 
um, with the girls about, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what do you think is a piece of your story that's impacting what's going on now and um, walking alongside that healing and understanding. So it's been a huge evolution. It feels kind of impossible to capture. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, from initial days in inquiry, just learning about the realities of adoption and all of the different things that ethically need to take place to um, ensure that a child who has no other option for family is given that opportunity mm-hmm. um, through international adoption. And yeah. One of the biggest initiatives AGCI has pursued is something called the Dream Home in Bogota, Colombia. The Dream Home is now home to 24 young women who are attending university. For most of these young women, this is their first real home. They have spent most of their lives growing up in institutions where the needs they have as students and individuals were not being met. Prior to the creation of the Dream Home, there were two options for young women that grew up in institutions. Either attend university while remaining in an institution designed to protect young children, or try to carve out a life with no support system or education. Since its launch in 2018, the Dream Home has provided transitional housing so that these incredible young women can pursue their degrees and learn what it means to be an independent adult, all in a safe, supportive environment. I've been, you know, working on with our programs and with our partners in Colombia for the last um, year and a half or so. But at the beginning of this year, I had the opportunity to spend about a, a month and a half um, mm-hmm. working directly in the Dream Home with the girls, with our incredible staff. I went into that trip with some concrete goals to um, really successfully launch our English language program and um, build some strong systems that needed a little bit more of an administrative finesse. There, there was some concrete goals that I had in mind, and I was very surprised um, to just find that God had more for me, I guess, when, when I arrived. I had been before, but it was kind of immediate as soon as I got to country during this particular trip, I had a sense like, oh, this is, this is definitely the beginning of something new and the beginning of something bigger um, in my own, in my own heart and life, and how that relates to Colombia and the work. So, I think through the relationships that I was able to build with our staff team to see the way that they're working with the girls, and then the privilege of that um, really up close view of the girls. So it it sounds like this initiative has just had an incredible impact on your life. Can you tell me about a specific moment that really just lit the fire for your passion at the Dream Home? Yeah, I mean, one specific, so many of the girls come to mind. And of course, with a group like this, the path is not uh, like a smooth uphill. It's like, I mean, it's like life is mostly for all of us. We expect a smooth uphill, but it's dips and dives, but hopefully um, headed upwards, (laughs) if that makes sense. But um, yeah, I think f- one specific girl comes to mind and just kind of sharing she was, she grew up outside of the city in a, def- in a different part of Columbia and um, had just bounced around different institutional environments her whole life and had kind of a dangerous, circum- just had a lot, you know, as many of our girls do. And just the reality of being in a consistent space with girls her age, she's told me time and time again has been transformative. Mm-hmm. Just coming, something as little as coming downstairs and seeing the same people um, in that space, welcoming, warm, um, inviting her into the kitchen, which is just not even a possibility before. How have your initial experiences at the Dream Home created a momentum for other programs you help with in Colombia? 
it just became pretty clear that this was the beginning of something and that this is an opportunity with all the things that God is doing in Colombia across the board, with us having launched the Dream Home only about a year ago. Um, and just that's a huge program. And caregiver training, um, bringing TBRI to all of our partners, our education sponsorship program, relationships with the government and moving the message and the healing, yeah, the healing um, strategies of TBRI forward. There's just so much going on. Tati mentioned two initiatives that go hand-in-hand that AGCI has facilitated in Colombia, Trust-Based Relational Intervention, or TBRI, and Caregiver Training. TBRI is about understanding the importance of how to care for and meet the needs of a child who comes from hard beginnings. We partnered with Texas Christian University to develop a TBRI-based training specifically for caregivers and institutions in Colombia. Ultimately, training caregivers, leaders, and influencers in Colombia using the model of TBRI will help break the cycle that leaves thousands of children lost in the child welfare system each year. So with everything surrounding the dream home and caregiver training and TBRI, what has been the hardest thing about your role in all of it? I think, I mean, it relates so closely to TBRI in which that work is about the caregiver. It's not about the child, right? So it's about us doing the hard work of knowing ourselves well, of knowing our stories, and of knowing, um, creating space to know other people's stories um, in a way that might positively transform our interactions and our ability to understand. But And it's so beautiful, and that's also so hard. <laughs> so, for example, I just know, um, especially through this process of diving into family of origin and... Um, attachment style for myself based on my childhood and my unique wiring that um, there's a big temptation for me at any moment in time to prematurely spin something into a positive, um, which really doesn't enable you to get the full picture. And there's something really important about sitting in the hard reality of something and, and then moving forward with the complete picture in mind. During this last round of caregiver training, we were spending some time in the home as we always do, and there was um, a little boy who was sitting at a table doing a craft. We saw he had this Play-Doh heart shape, and there was just these little brown balls, like it was this, this cute little heart with all these little brown balls in it. And the, the teacher who was kind of leading the classroom led us into this boy's, little boy's story and it was basically he'd been waiting. He had had a scheduled visit with his parents and with his family members to come visit him and he'd known about this for a while and he'd been so excited, counting down the time, telling everyone in his path, like, my parents are coming tomorrow. Um, all, you know, just very excited as children can be about things they're excited about. And um, that it was supposed to be that day and the day came and the day went and for one reason or another his parents didn't show up. And um, this beautiful caregiver who's in the program working with this boy knew he was devastated and to give him a little bit of opportunity to express his feelings she asked him um, yeah, she asked him to show how he was feeling with a, with a little heart. And he, so he was rolling up these little brown balls and putting them in there. And what he said was, it feels like there's pebbles in my heart. Ugh, so 
I think first thing what's hard about the work is you see stuff like that. Um, second thing is acknowledging for myself, my first reaction can be, if left unchecked, wow, isn't it beautiful that this child has such a great caregiver and wow, how incredible that he's given these resources to express such big feelings at such a little age. And those things are true. Those are totally true things and we need to be hopeful about that. But if you don't pause, you miss the reality. And yeah, so I think for me, it's just been hard work of kind of uh, tying myself to the difficulty in a way that sinks deep and um, broadens my perspective on what's going on and enables me to better um, step in with support and solutions and new structure in certain moments instead of just uh, frantically trying to find something good to distract me from how heartbreaking that is. Um, so yeah, I think the hardest part about this work is if you are actually going to be meeting the needs of the kids that we're wanting to um, provide transformational change for and pathways to family, it requires every bit of you and to restructure the way that you naturally uh, enter into an emotional situation or otherwise. Um, yeah, so it's, it's costly <laughs> and yeah, it's beautiful and I, I think it's some of the holiest work we can all be doing in our lives anyway, but it does, does require a lot. So, and I mean, this obviously requires so much of you. My biggest question here is, what are your dreams? What do you want to see happen? And how can you just take all of this beautiful and incredibly challenging training you've had the last two years at AGCI to just continue to build on it and watch the programs continue to grow? Well, I think as you're asking about what my dreams look like, a literal vision comes to mind <laughs> of the physical space of the dream home. And mm -hmm. these are some moments that I've already seen of joy, right. of, of unity, of um, just healing happening in real time. But I think one of the main things that I'm really gonna be focusing on while I'm down there is breathing TBRI into every single thing that we're doing at the dream home um, where we're not already. And so dream, huge dream to me looks like our um, great team at the Dream Home being some of the best advocates out there for TBRI and how it's transformed their lives and therefore united them as a team and it opened new doors to understand our girls in, um, in the difficult things that they might do sometimes that might previously have been confusing without really pausing to understand, man, what's going on in the brain? physiologically because of past trauma, what's going on um, beneath the surface of what I'm seeing based on what might have just happened today. What, so I think um, my dreams are based on the way that we're framing our conversations this whole year, based on the kind of regular um, connections and meeting times that we're having as a staff team and that the girls are having in more kind of connection group or Bible study-ish context. Um, that there's a, a deeper sense of unity and understanding and that the, the culture of TBRI in the home is so strong that we're reminding each other, because none of us are perfect, right? So, but that we're reminding each other gently and it's received mm -hmm. when um, there's a moment of, man, you might not have meant to do that, but when you did, 
I, I don't feel like we were a team, like we weren't sticking together in that. Just some of these simple scripts that are so helpful for young kids and adults alike. Um, success and dreams <laughs> being <laughs> realized looks like, um, yeah, it just looks like a thriving team working, working around TBRI and just committed to continually uh, applying that to every, every space of the work life and personal life moving forward. Wow. Just with the work you're doing, um, I mean, with the caregivers and especially with the dream home, it, it makes me think of that Rumi quote, um, we're all just walking each other home. And I can't imagine how it must feel to everyone you've come in contact with um, and just everyone you get to work with. Um, you get to walk them home, and in this case, to a literal home. Um, to the dream home, to a place of peace and understanding and just true care for who they are as women. And I think it just so encompasses a big part of our mission and goals here at AGCI. Um, everyone deserves to be walked home, to be invited home, to have a home, to be welcomed home. Um, and I think that is so just at the core of what you're doing. Thank you so much for being here today, Tati. So fun to talk with you, Maddie. Thank you so much. I'm sure, yeah, we will check in at some point soon. That was AGCI's Associate Program Director of Columbia, Tati Fregosi. As I said to her while we were chatting, it's amazing how she gets to be present during their healing journey. How she gets to walk them home, in a way, back to who they really are. It's incredible to hear these stories of change and real healing especially now. It might be a while until Tati gets to be back with the young woman of the dream home, but until then, what a privilege it is to witness the work of TBRI from far. If you liked what you heard today, you can check us out on YouTube for more uplifting stories of hope, love, and faith. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us your thoughts, comments, ideas, and questions to together at allgodschildren.org or leave us a message at 503 503- 395-4595. And your words could be featured on an upcoming episode of Together by AGCI. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe.